Can I get a check on you, Sir Nachos? Why do worms suddenly appear on strings when you're near? My heart sings. This is my thing. Worms on strings. How'd that go? That's perfect. Um, I just want to take a moment of silence real quick for Nick and Jess's relationship and the new girl. Did they break up? You fell asleep? Yeah, again. They broke up. Like permanently? I mean, I don't know. The show goes for seven seasons, but they are broken up. They're definitely getting back together. Good. I hate Nick. I'm done with Nick. What, 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 do, you have, what do you hate about Nick? Right, Nick He's sucks. overweight. Greek. He has no job prospects. He just bounces from situation to situation. He's a man child. Uh, he has that like waddle of fat under his chin. What's not to love? Is, is that actor really fat? He doesn't look fat. No, but they play him schlubby. Like in, in reality, now what they've done with that actor is he's like the love interest. He's like the hot love interest on Stumptown. Oh, yeah. Which is the show where, uh, the girl from the the girl from uh, uh, How I Met Your Mother plays like a hard drinking private eye in C- in Seattle, baby. Yeah, I hate Nick. Fuck Nick. I'm done with Nick. You don't like Nick? No, I don't like Nick. We are watching the new girl because Netflix Netflix knew they knew it was too powerful. It was too powerful. Friends got taken off of Netflix because HBO Max said. We'll give you $450 million for the streaming rights to Friends. And Netflix was like, two for our blood, we're out. Because Netflix had just bid a shitload of money to get Seinfeld out of the greedy claws of the Hulu. Greasy tentacles of Hulu. Exactly. We had just gotten into Friends when Netflix ripped it away from us. Yeah, I don't care about Friends anymore. I'm all about New Girl now. I'm a New Girl head. So what Netflix <laughs> did was... They knew that on January 1st, everyone would be tuning in to watch Friends, not see Friends, and throw their remotes at their TVs, which doesn't hurt Netflix because Netflix doesn't make TVs, but still, Netflix doesn't want you hurting your TV either. Right. So, Netflix was like, for fans of Friends, the new girl. Add to broke girl, you fucking cowards. They, they will add ne- it. They will never add to broke girl. CBS has, uh, CBS wants everyone on CBS All Access. That's where they want you. I love Do Broke Girls. I will torrent the entire series tonight. Much like the torrent of diarrhea that is the Two Broke Girls. It's so good. What are you talking about? My dream is to be on a television show like that. It's a really, it's a really bad show. Two Broke Girls is, it's not even like the Big Bang Theory where you can watch it ironically and it's like, this is so bad, it's good. Two Broke Girls is so bad, it makes me want to kill myself. I'm having a great time ironically watching Two Broke Girls. Unironically? No, mean? unironically. It is not ironic. That show genuinely makes me happy. I, we watched an episode from the last season when we were on vacation down in Orlando. On vacation from our podcasting jobs. High five me. And they they had a run of like six jokes where they're in a bowling alley and they're running around. And like the the North Korean guy is like, this is worse than the time the... That ice came to my house and I had to pretend to be Bobby Lee. And then the, <laughs> Polish, then the Polish girl goes like, this is worse than the time I gave my kids marbles and said it was candy. And then the, the, eth- the ethnic chef is like, this is worse than the time I lost. I, I, 
I, I had to convince those people that the body hair and the food was actually radicchio. He did like six, this is worse than the time jokes in a row. Well, listen, what? This is season six. Yeah. Okay, you can't, you can only hold the season six writers to a certain standard. Listen, the whole staff, the original staff is gone. They're fucking doing other things. They move on to different Chuck Lorre shows. They've gotten their plastic surgery slash rent money. They yeah. are fucking outcha. And that's a really good, that's an incredibly good point. Like, I guess you, I guess you become a television writer on a Chuck Lorre show just long enough to be able to like walk into a plastic surgeon's office and go, give me the Miley. Just fuck, fuck my shit up, fam. Just fuck my shit up, fam. And you walk out looking like a Barbie doll got melted in the sun and you go, thanks, I hate it. And then you walk out. Uh, if you're listening to this episode, it's unless you're a sexy, sexy uh, $15 Patreon, it mm-hmm. is the future. Where you are right now, oh, and it's right. the past where we are. Yeah, we're, we're recording two episodes this weekend because Sriracha is, actually right now as you're listening to this, she is in Philadelphia on some sort of bachelorette party birthday weekend with the gals. Yeah, just li- listen to it last episode. We explained the whole thing. I'm smoking crack and <laughs> eating mushrooms. Let's predict where Sriracha is right now. I'm going to say you are on the floor of a crack den Trying to clean it up because the mess is bothering you. Pr- and you can't focus on your crack. Yeah, I think I'm going to be uh, passed out in the middle of a hotel room somewhere. Okay. But that hotel room is going to be in your mind. Because in reality, you will be in a dumpster pool in Philadelphia. In a she shed in Philadelphia. You'll be in, you'll be in a she shed in Philadelphia that is made of crack and dreams. Crack dreams. I can't believe you, and I assume this is the future. I can't believe you didn't do those mushrooms. You just put them in a potted plant. I have zero desire or intention of doing mushrooms. I'm just going to throw them in the garbage. (laughs) What is not to like about mushrooms? You lose complete control of your mind. You don't know when it ends. And unlike weed, mushroom trips last for hours. What don't you like about spending money to spend time in a living nightmare. Yeah, I told the girl that's throwing this little shindig barrage, I was like, can't we just drink like adults? What is this? Why do we have to why do we have to do psychedelic drugs? We're too old for psychedelics. Psychedelics are something you do your first year of college and then you post a bunch of Instagrams about how you've opened your third eye or something. We are way too fucking old for psychedelics. <laughs> I feel like people only do psychedelics so they can talk about it later. So that in their 40s and 50s, they feel like they were cool as kids. Yeah, that's got to be it. That's the only thing I can think of. I, can't, I honestly can't think of any. Although, what if, because remember, it is, it is currently mid-January. I'm three and a half months out from being able to do drugs and drink again. What if we got into microdosing? Oh, what, what if, if we, we became, fucking did anything besides that? What if we became microdose people? We just put a drop of LSD in our coffee at work, so we feel a little bit of a kick. Like, it's our little bad boy juice microdosing. <laughs> at work? Yeah. That's what you do, because look, here's why you're microdosing. You're rebelling against something. So, what's the most rebellious place to microdose at work, baby? All of a sudden, your boss turns out to, to be the, the, the Gorgon. All of a sudden, your boss turns into the Medusa. 
Snakeheads are talking, but what are the snakeheads saying? Really great job on these social media ads, Asterios. They're, they're funny, but not too funny. They're boomer funny. And I go, thank you. That's what I was aiming for. Is nobody else get paranoid when they do drugs or just me? No, I mean, literally, paranoia is a side effect of marijuana. Yeah, I believe that. Okay, I've had enough. I've had enough of. I've had enough of trying to be cool. Do fucking DM. Smoke some DMT, you cowards. Yeah, you're. Yes, you're trying. Very, Smoke crack. I just like to point out, you are clearly trying very hard to be cool. You are holding a forty-five dollar pork mug and some worms on strings right now. Uh, we talked about the pork mug last week. Can you show it to the cameras just so the people can see the pork mug? Check it out. This little motherfucker is. I love this guy. $45 I paid for this. Yeah. I cannot believe it. Worth it. Um, You. Oh, wait. Let's start the show real quick. Okay. Okay. All right. Welcome to the only Wormest Ring-based podcast. It's Worm Stringcast. It's the only podcast entirely devoted to worms on strings. Uh, with me is Asterios Kokonos, who is seriously trying to convince me that this was not a thing in the 80s. Uh, yes, uh, thank, you, thank you. I'm Asterios Kokonos. Uh, Sriracha, she loves ordering stuff from, uh, from Asian eBay suppliers that barely... That, like, don't speak English. They don't even try. Yeah, they don't fucking know what they're even selling. So she tried to order, like, a $5 makeup brush from a Korean uh, beauty supply store. And this is not a joke. (laughs) They sent her, instead of a makeup brush, six worms on strings. (laughs) Six worms on strings, baby. I'm not even fucking mad about it. I love them. I'm so happy. Worms on... They must have just, like, a lot of worms on strings, like, around. They were just like, fuck it. I'm not even going to request a refund. I love these. (laughs) Yeah, she's been having a lot of fun with these worms on strings. I don't know why a Korean beauty supplier also sells worms on strings. Really might give you an insight into the quality of their (laughs) beauty supplies. Uh, I I suppose it's it's like, uh, yeah, you could either get some foundation... Or party poppers. <laughs> or worms on string. Or worms on string. Now, Sriracha has been making these worms dance between her fingies for about 24 hours now. Yeah, can somebody tell me uh, in the comments, if you had a worm on a string as a kid, did they have this little section of their tail that was too hard? Because I've been trying to make it, because the, the actual name of them is like magic worms on strings yeah. or something, or magic worms or something. And the idea is you ha- it has a piece of fishing line attached to it, and you pull it around and you like make them dance through your hands. But the little section of his tail that's tough keeps getting stuck in between my fingers. And I end up just pulling it. And it's obvious he's on a fucking string then <laughs> it's i think i know why the ends are harder on these worms on strings and by the way just like Sarah said before we did not have worms on a string this when, seems like such a bullshit 80s thing though i know I, it does seem like that the moment she gets these things out of the bag she's like oh my god it's worms on strings <laughs> and i'm like what the fuck are you talking about it the worms on strings to zoomers is much like we like us 80s kids had Rubik's cubes, slap bracelets, Tommy's tokens. Like I guess the I guess this is the worms on strings for these guys. And uh I think I know why the tails are hard though. Tell me. It's so that it's you can tie the fishing line to the hard part. So my guess is these are like 
highly inferior worms on strings. It costs like a tenth of a cent less to make both ends hard than it just to make one end hard. Oh yeah, so this is the beginning of another worm. Exactly. So that so they they crimp them in the center. They cut them. Now I assume that professional. High grade worms on strings. <laughs> Professional grade worms on strings. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, like you know, for 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 those guys who are peacocking hard at the club, making these worms on strings dance, and then the worm rolls its belly over and it says number. Oh mark on my it. god, that would make such a good sitcom plot in twenty years, like when millennials are writing the sitcoms because all the boomers are fucking dead. Yeah. <laughs> That would be a plot where a guy is just like in the club. He's got like six worms on strings going through his fingers. That's awesome. <laughs> and he's got all these chicks on his shoulders. And uh, and the guy's like, and so our nerdy leads like are looking at this guy and they're like, damn, he's stealing all the ladies. Yeah. Wait, in 20 years, let's say the, that calling women the word trim has become acceptable. And in fact, it's taught in schools. Oh, so, okay. It's like, damn, he's, he's scoring all the trim over there. I was ima- see. I was imagining the women in the club as like robots with tits, like fe- uh, like a future amateur situation. Okay, this is awesome. Wait, keep telling me about this. And she's like, "Meep, Joshua, please show us the cat in the cradle again." And he- and Joshua was like, "No problem, baby." And then he does it, and she says, "Sploosh." And then <laughs> literally, like oil and lubricant gets all over the floor, and then the bartender, who's a hologram of Tupac. Goes, man, Joshua, your science is too tight. <laughs> what do you think of that? Hmm? Is that Tupac, the Tup- bartender, saying that? Tupac hologram, yeah. He goes, your science is too tight. Is Tupac? Oh, wait, no, Tupac is dead. Yeah, uh, that's why I the thought- hologram of Tupac is there. I was thinking of Buster Rhymes. I was about to say, Tupac is alive. <laughs> Tupac Shakur. He, he died in like 1995. Has fallen, Yes. I'm sorry to be the one to break this to you. <laughs> Tupac Shakur is no longer with us. Now brace yourselves. You know how much you love Biggie Small? Oh, I was going to say, thank God we still have Biggie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, DJ, I'm going to need you to check out. Buster Rhymes fucking dead. I'm pretty sure Buster Rhymes is alive. Buster Rhymes is with us. However, we are losing more and more members of the Flip Mode Squad by the day. We are. For just five dollars, you, you can, can protect the endangered members of the Flip Mode Squad. You know who's in the Flip Mode Squad? Who, who you might not realize? Who? The Grinch. The Grinch. Yeah. Tell me more. Remember when Jim Carrey did the Jim Carrey Busta Rhymes collabo for the Grinch Who Stole Christmas soundtrack? No. He, the Grinch, really screamed. Zwick, put in the Grinch screaming about the Flip Mode Squad right here. I'm willing to admit when I'm wrong. Yeah, as you should. Okay, we have a lot of topics to talk about this week. A lot of topics. Yeah. All right. First off, the, uh, oh, we got to thank some people for donating money. To dabbing on tampons. And tampons. We are still collecting tampons. Send us money. Send us tamps. Uh, about $5 a box if you're looking to donate a full box or a pile of boxes. Or you can just send us tampons to the P.O. box. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll give all the information on how to donate at the end of the segment. But here, I'm going to toss you these two tamps. Yeah. Now, these are tamps that I stole from work. These tamps are not the tamps from the tampon drive. 
This is the first time I've ever opened a tampon. I'm not okay. even kidding. So, oh, this is a good. This is educational. It's got some sort of protective outer shell. Kind of like the chocolate shell around an M&M. You can hear, hear them. This is, I'm clinking two tamps together. They usually don't come like that. They what? usually just come in this little wrappy. What? So are these to to stop the tampon from just jumping up in there? Yeah, uh-huh. Okay, so, so these tampons come in like little tamp prisons. Now I'm going to... Unsheathed it from this cardboard boy. And now I can look through it like a pirate. Yar! I love this. Oh, I wonder if I could r- run my worm in a string. <laughs> oh, through the, th- through the tampon shell? Yeah. All right, you give that a shot. Um, it has a second layer of protection. It's got this nice crinkly paper, kind of like wrapping paper. Yeah, usually they only come in the wrapping paper. I don't know why these have super protection. These are the ones I... The, well, I mean, you know, I work at a cool tech bro company, so like maybe these are like advanced tampons. These are, seem like advanced tampons. Yeah, they're the fucking cardboard ones, which are the worst types of tamps. Wait, what? Uh, can you honestly tell me the difference? I don't know yes. what Yes. Okay, you see how this... These are made of cardboard! The, wait, I unwrapped it from the secondary layer of protection, and now... This I'm holding like a little plunger entirely made of cardboard. You got to put this up in you? Yeah, but they also make ones that are uh, plastic okay. and rounded at the top. So it's much, much more comfortable. Oh, God. Oh, this is disgusting. Got to ram that bad boy in there. And then you... T- okay, so here's a pussy. Ready? Okay. So you stick this part in here. You got to insert it between the labial lips? What? No. You said this is the pussy. Okay, no, this is this is the pussy. Okay, so then for people who are not watching, Sorrente has made a. She's kind of made an O with her hands. These with, are with one hand. Your labial lips are on the outside, right? If you insert it between your labial lips, you're going like this, and that don't make no sense. You want to insert it into the vagina. This is the vagina, okay? The labial lips are the gateway to the vagina. The labial lips are like the swinging saloon doors. And then when you get in there, it's like, howdy, folks. You don't insert something into a labial. <laughs> no, you push, you push whatever you're trying to push in there, okay? Past the labial lips, much like a cowboy trying to push his way into a saloon with his spurs on. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and then he goes like, he goes, I'm looking for blood, Joe. It's time for us to dance, bloody Joe. And then, boom, you push this part in. Cotton goes in. Yes. Got, and then what do you do with the rest of this cardboard? You throw it into the garbage. Okay, so this cardboard, this is very wasteful. This yeah. is very, this is, look at all the waste that's going in. I have... Two pieces of cardboard, a little wrapper here. You women have to tighten this up. We need to all use the Diva Cup. Oh, actually, hold that thought, because later on this episode, we will be having the troll trial. Yes. Diva, Diva Cups do come up. Okay, so then so then this... Wow, this is really absorbent. Well, I'm going to try to put this in my coffee, okay? Gross. Oh, my God. Wow, look how big it expands. Look at this! Isn't that crazy? This is like a magic trick. It grows to like five times the size. Wow, this is the real worm on a string. <laughs> and then you pull this little string and it dances its way out of you? Oh, yeah. Okay, throw that in the garbage. Okay, I'm going to throw this out. Well, the reason I opened the, I opened this tampon was because we were supposed to dab on a couple of people who've donated. Oh, okay. So, hold on. Let me open up this second one. Yes, please. Um... So here's the people who've donated. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, Jeremiah C. donated $5. 
uh, which buys one box of tampons. So thank you, Jeremiah C. Three, two, two one, death. <sighs> Sandercho donated $20. That's four boxes of tampons. How many tampons come in a box? Uh, like 20. So 80 tampons, essentially. Yeah. All right, three, two, two one. Damn it on Sandercho. Sandercho. And then finally, Archangel of Life donated a big $29. That is enough for 80 and one half tampons. Yes. So I'm going to just uh, cut one in half. One week's worth of tampon. According to an astronaut. <laughs> so Archangel Life, three, two, two one, one dab. And once again, our biggest donor who has asked to remain anonymous, because I guess he doesn't want his name associated with comedians screaming about tampons. Hundreds of thousands of tamps. Yeah, uh, but thank you so much again to our anonymous donor. for. for you, didn't you calculate that was like 2,000 tampons? Literally 1,400 tampons. Yeah, it's insane the amount of tampons that we have in the hallway. Okay, let's it. dab on that guy. All right, Ready? three, two, two one. one. That dab, guy. That guy. <laughs> Um, and you know, our, uh, our tampon driver is still going. I want to get in touch with the lady from supporting the girls. I forget her name, but her name's out there. Okay. I want to get her on the show and I want to ask her some questions about the labial lips. I'm sure she'll love that. <laughs> Cause I think you're wrong about where they are. They're not there. They're here. No, you're wrong. <sighs> it's like, they're like the airlock that lets in the astronaut that is a tampon. Sure. <laughs> The tampstronaut. Yeah. Are you sure? Please keep mansplaining labial lips to me. Oh, just because a man's doing it and he's explaining something about a woman's anatomy to a woman. Poorly. It's mansplaining all of a sudden. Oh, every time a man talks. Yeah. Stop talking for the rest of this episode. I actually would like to. I'm very tired. Oh, you know why I'm tired? Why? Because now we are both fasting. Yeah, that's true. My head hurts. Yeah, I'm sorry, but we'll try to make this episode short. It's okay. You take a jam. All right, cool. But uh, we are both intermittently fasting now. We're on day three of we're only eating between the hours of 5 p.m. and 11 p.m. Yes. We're spending 18. It's 18 off, six on. How do you feel on intermittent fasting so far? Um, oh, can you please stop hitting the microphone stand? Oh, sorry. With the, <laughs> waving the, no, you can wave the tampons around like nunchucks. Just don't hit the microphone No, stand. I'll wave the worms on a string around because they don't interrupt the audio cut quality. You, you thoughtful little motherfuckers. Oh, I love the worms. Tampons can w- learn a thing from you. Oh, my God. Um, how are you feeling so far, day three of intermittent fasting? How are you feeling? Nah, fine. Okay. Because you are, you have been, you are the grumpiest I've ever known you to be since I met you four years ago. Because I'm not eating? Yeah. Imagine that. Because you're starving yourself? I'm fucking starving, bro. Yeah, I'm really sorry about this. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be less in her face than I usually am. And it's tough because I have a lot of face. It really gets in there. <laughs> it really gets in there. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an extra large amount of face I got over here. It's like the SUV of faces. It's what I have. Um, but uh, so I'm trying to like I'm trying to gently just kind of relax Sriracha all day until until we can eat. And uh, we are counting down the hours and minutes till we can eat. Like a prisoner counting down until his sentence is over. What time do we eat? Six? We eat, five. At fi- we eat from five to 11. Okay, we got... Three hours and 23 minutes till we can eat again. I know. Okay. I'm not happy about it that's either. That's four o'clock. Wait, three hours and 23 minutes. Yeah. Wait, yeah, that, no, that's five. You're right. Yeah, exactly. Um, I also can't math because I'm not eating. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, 
So uh, we're both doing the intermittent fasting. Um, it's uh, what is it? Have you have you have I told you about the skank juice? I don't get the snake juice. It sounds like it would taste freaking awful. Yeah, Tell them I, about the snake juice. I think if you're starving for five days, it, you, like it, ta- it probably tastes like like mono from heaven. So a guy, the way I get into a lot of things are people just text me stuff. And if it sounds good enough, I believe it. I got a bro who texts me all about different board games. He's my board games bro. Board game bro. I have a guy who texts me nonstop just pictures of all the Kirby's he buys and collects. That guy sends me Kirby's too. I love the Kirby guy. <laughs> that guy is so cool. He just sent me like this cool Christmas Kirby that is a that is designed to look like a $2000 like ancient Kirby, one of the first Kirby's ever made, but it's actually a replica Kirby. So it has the old school look with new school prices. There's a guy that sends me just very interesting information sometimes and he this morning he emailed me he's like in jail, they have separate TVs with clear backing, so you can't put crack in them. And then sent me a picture, and I was like, wow, that's really interesting. Thank you for sharing that with me. That makes a ton of sense. <laughs> because you got to warm the crack before you can do it, right? Yeah. That's the fatal flaw of crack. Fatal flaw of crack. It's just not, it's not as convenient as Coke. Coke's got a million and one uses, and the gums up the nose, a million and one ways to do cocaine. On your gums, up your nose, you can do cocaine a million different ways. There's the nose way, the gums, it's great. I love Coke. I mean, I feel like the idea is not that you need to warm the crack with the television before you smoke it. It's that if you have drugs in jail, you need a place to hide them because they randomly search their bunks. So you would hide it in a common area because that way they don't know who's crack it is <laughs> i don't know that i would trust the other prisoners with my crack those prisoners some of them are bad news i mean the idea probably would be that you don't tell the other prisoners about where the crack is but i'm looking behind the tvs that's the first thing i do in the tv room i'm like mm, tv the crack inspector <laughs> well you can't because the tv is the body of the t- you know those old school big crt tvs yeah. the body of the tv is clear so you can see through it and see if there's cracking. <laughs> okay. I'm also going to point out that that's a pretty cool design for a TV. Yeah, it was neat. It was like one of those Bratz TVs they used to sell. Yeah, exactly. I feel like that's one of the TVs that the LOL girls would have. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, okay. All right. Crack, Coke, marijuana, LSD, mushrooms, all things I will be doing in three and a half months. God, I can't wait. Hell yeah. Um, but uh, what were we just, we just saw? oh wait, snake juice. So, uh, so I got an intermittent fasting guy who texts me from a year ago. He's like, Stereos, you have to do intermittent fasting. I've lost like 80 pounds on intermittent fasting. But at that point, the mainstream media hadn't validated it. So of course I couldn't do it. I can't do anything unless the mainstream media tells me it's okay to do. Yes. But then a year later, I read an article in Newsweek, which is, by the way, not the Newsweek of the 1980s. Newsweek is kind of just a blog now where, like, you just kind of chase clickbait headlines. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, Newsweek. I used to have a subscription to Newsweek. Newsweek really? was like Newsweek was like the smart time magazine in the 80s. 
<laughs> yeah, I know, exactly. That uh, Time Magazine was the smart Time Magazine. No, no, no. Time Magazine was was just like, ah, we got a picture of Van Halen on the front cover. And the Newsweek was like, we have a picture of Muammar Gaddafi on the cover. And then the New Yorker was like, we got a cartoon of, I don't know, a, some psychiatrist jerking Trump off. poo-pooing on a cracker and then eating it. Yeah, and then going... This cracker is my ideas, and my ideas are delicious. And I love to eat my own poo-poo. <laughs> I eat poo-poo and drink pee-pee. Pee-pee's my dessert drink. I'm President Trump. I got paid $500 for this cartoon. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. It, that guy wishes. Well, what is this, the 1970s? Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, but Newsweek said intermittent fasting is good, and I was like, that's all I needed to hear. But this guy, he doesn't just do... Because what we're doing is we don't eat for 18 hours and we then we binge for six hours. Uh, totally obliterating any, uh, totally obliterating any benefit. As one does. Yeah, as you do. But uh, this dude, fasting dude, he doesn't eat for like five days. Why? He said he was going to do a month-long fast. He's like, in 2020, I'm going to not eat for a month. He says he saves a lot of money, which is true. You especially save, and you'll especially have to save money on your funeral expenses because you won't be there. I mean, yeah, you ever been so broke you had sleep for dinner? I remember those struggles. Yeah, this guy does. I saw a video of a guy on YouTube who said that he claims that he did not eat anything except water and black coffee for an entire month, mm -hmm. and he lost something like 30 pounds, but I don't know if I believe that. But if this guy is texting you about it, I would be more inclined to believe that guy than some random dude on YouTube. I mean... This the the texting guy might have gotten the idea from the YouTube guy because the texting guy sent me this a, a recipe that I also saw on YouTube for snake juice. Apparently, instead of eating, they mix up this thing with uh, it's water, electrolyte serum, like sea salt. salt. You looked at, didn't I show you the recipe in the car? Yeah, I said, the first thing out of my mouth is this looks like fucking bullshit because this looks like it would taste like total bullshit because. Three out of the five ingredients are salt. Yeah, it's a lot of salt. Wait, hold on. I'm going to look up the recipe for snake juice. It's going to taste like the ocean. Snake juice diet. Here we go. Yes, it is water, sea salt, potassium chloride, baking soda, and sulfate salts. You put all that in a liter and a half of water, and uh, you drink that. Oh, here we go. Snake diet, 48-hour fast, uh, followed by a low-carb, high-fat meal, then you fast for 72 hours, during which time you only drink snake juice. I think this is a way to confuse your body into thinking you're dead so that it's, it's so that it just stops, just stops whatever it's doing. You know what I mean? And dies? Is yeah. that the goal is to and kill yourself? As, and then as your muscles atrophy and die... They, they, they start to rot away. But then at the end of the week, you're like, psych, I'm alive, body. And I weigh two pounds now. What do you think? I think this is a great diet. I'm going to do it. I'm going to try it. I'm actually going to try the snake juice diet, too. I'm going to try the snake okay. juice we'll, diet Okay, we'll snack together. Yeah, we'll snack. We'll snack. What? What do we call it? The snack juice diet. The snack juice diet is just this, but instead of snake juice, you drink an entire <laughs> two-liter bottle of Diet Coke every day. <laughs> that sounds fucking delicious. Don't step on my diet. I love Oh, you know how I always say on this show, the loudest podcast is like weird comedians talking about normie topics. Yeah. And you know how like that's, that's not true. It's, I just say it for marketing purposes to give Correct. the show a hook. Somebody suggested an actual good hook for the show. What is it? I like it. It's weird comedians go on weirder adventures. 
So you don't have to? That's the, that's the other tagline I was going to pick. Uh, we go on adventures so you don't have to. I love it. That's perfect. Yeah. We're going to SantaCon. We're going to sober parties. We're going to Star Wars uh, Galaxy's Edge. We're going on the snake juice diet. We're collecting porgs and we're, we're doing it. We're out here to live in. We go. Wait, wait. Which tagline do you like better? We, we go on adventures so you don't have to or weird comedians going on weirder adventures? We, like, we go on adventures so you don't have to. We go on adventures so you don't have to. Do you want to go to Santa Con? Honestly, do you want to be puked on by a 19-year-old? Do you? Do you? Do you? A, a 19-year-old dressed, dressed like Rudolph the Coke-nosed Coke? Coke? <laughs> I don't think you do. Excellent. Nailed it. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm a professional comedian. Uh, do you want to go to a sober party? We didn't even want to go, really. No, we didn't. Yeah, but Terrible. we did. Remember when they hooked up? Remember when they made me stare at that light and I felt like I was going crazy? I, I do. Yeah, that wasn't fun. But, but you don't have to do it. You don't have to go on a simulated DMT trip where the hertz of a light bulb makes the makes the capillaries on the inside of your uh, eyelids dance. You don't have to. You want to go to an abandoned island and see a lizard the size of your forearm in your room at two in the morning? That's right. You went to fucking what, what was it? Crazy Land. Crazy Land. Yeah, that was awesome. Oh my god, that lizard! Have I ever? I've t- I've talked about the lizard, right? I don't know. Why don't you talk about it one more time? Holy then fuck. we'll take a break. Okay, when I was in Indonesia. At one point, I woke up and there was a giant ass lizard on the wall, just chilling. And I, when I say, when I say giant ass lizard, I'm not talking about those cutesy little lizards in Florida that are everywhere, green anals or whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. I'm talking this lizard was a foot long. It was the size of my forearm. It was gigantic, and it was on the wall, and it kept making making noises like, and it's like screaming like in the middle of my room and i'm fucking freaking the fuck out so i get on whatsapp and i text the um the owner i was in an airbnb villain so i text the owner i'm like hey uh there's a giant ass motherfucking lizard in my room can you can you come help me get it out and he texts me back and he says ah that's not a lizard that's a gecko i'm like oh thank you (laughs) what a fucking dumbass stupid bitch i am that clears everything thank you so much for correcting my usage of the word he's like oh no there's geckos all over the island just ignore him he eats bugs he won't bite you unless you try to mess with him so i look it up and i do some googling and i find out which type of gecko it is I don't remember the time, but I do remember type, but what I do remember reading about it is these geckos, when they bite, they will latch on hard. It's best to just ignore them. So I'm laying in my bed like, hush now, quiet now, while this thing screams in the corner for food or sex or another gecko or something. But I just had to sit there and try to sleep while this thing just scram and scram and scram all night. I, I honestly did not know this story. I don't think you've told this story before. You had, uh, you've never told me that. You have ne- You haven't even told me this before. Fucking I remember horrifying. you tweeting for help about this. Yes, <laughs> I, I, but I, it was late or something or whatever. Like I wasn't super paying attention to uh, my girlfriend's, uh, to my co-host's uh, screams for help online. But um, but I uh, wasn't gonna say. Wow, I had no idea that lizards could scream. Oh, they can scream, boy. Boy, let me tell you, they can fucking scream. And they're fast, too. Like, this thing is gigantic. I'm sitting there. I get off WhatsApp. I look up at where the window was, and it's gone. And I'm like, ah! Jesus Christ. Lizards can scream? They can bite you without letting go? They got those cool, long tails? Chameleons can turn into anything. 
Are lizards the best? War on lizards now. <laughs> Yo. We need to. They're too powerful. That's a really good point. War on lizards. Okay. All right. We're in it. 2020, we're doing something about the lizard problem. Definitely. Oh, 2020 goals. 2020 goals for the show. Um, I put out there. I put out a thing on the Patreon and on Twitter and Facebook and everything. I was like, give us. What more do you want to see from the loudest podcast in 2020? And I have a big list of them. Okay. I literally wrote down every single thing someone suggested. I don't know what a lot of these mean. Okay, read them off to me. I'm hoping that you can help. All right. So, uh, Groknar Twohand says, review Nehentai Donuts. Oh, and it's Nehentai Dogens. He wrote it in all caps, which makes it seem threatening. He wants you to view pornography of anime characters. Okay. Is it good? Is it bad? I mean, wait. No, wait. Depends on scale. He's suggesting this because he thinks it's gross, right? I, I, I keep falling into this trap. Everyone's like, oh, Asterius, you'll love this video. And I open it up and it's someone's gaping asshole and they're, they're putting a whole, God, they're putting like a Baby Yoda themed fleshlight up there. And it's like, you put things into the fleshlight. You don't put fleshlights into the things and like, ha ha, happy holidays, Kokodos. Everyone's trying to trigger the boomer. What is this thing? I just told you, it's, it's drawn anime pornography. Yeah, but it, but there's so much drawn anime pornography. There has to be a special reason he wants me to look at this pornography. And, okay, you're making a confusion. You think that Enhantai is a brand or something. It's oh. a website with a very large collection of anime pornography. Okay, oh, so it's like Red Tube. It's like the Pirate Bay of anime pornography okay well look i might i might uh, set a ship on the with the pirate bay and set sail for that um marcus e says king cobra jf's reactions don't know what that is i don't know what that is either Ooh, radisoff k wants us to go ghost hunting that i would love to do no fuck that no absolutely you're doing that one by yourself Take Wang with you. I mean, well, it's just it's, it's just fun, right? I mean, scary. It's just no. You're just walking around with some c- computer box. I mean, no one ever finds a ghost. Where are you going to hunt ghosts in New York? Ghosts only come out at night, and th- you'll see the real ghosts, which are crackheads. Yeah, you will. <laughs> you get stabbed by a ghost. No, you will get stabbed by a ghost, and then but the, that will not be a spectral vorpal blade. Oh my god, we should real go ghost blade. hunting at Garfield Eats and then pretend to find something. Sure. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> You just imagine Nathan freaking out while we're walking around with goggles on, yeah. and waving around like clicking stick, like Geiger counters. Oh man, I'm those- sensing the I'm sensing the ghosts of a good business idea. It seems like a, a, a the the idea of licensing Garfield to use for food that Garfield might eat died here and was replaced by some sort of terrible zombie business. Man, how many fucking like YouTubers or annoying people with podcasts do you think show up at Garfield? that those uh, poor employees have to deal with. I'm telling you, that that's another adventure that we do. Look, my brother, my brother, and me, they'll talk about Garfield Eats. That girl with the YouTube with the pretty glasses, a very attractive girl, what's her name? Uh, Cody, Cody, Brody, whatever. Cody, yeah. Yeah, she'll talk about Garfield Eats. 
We went to Garfield Eats not once, but twice on this show. Well, she lives in Canada, so she's definitely went to Garfield Eats. I'm going to put out there that she did it without any information to back it up because it supports the thing I'm currently saying. And by the time you're calling me on the fact that I'm speaking without knowledge, the news cycle's already moved on, baby. We're on to the next thing. I We're want- on to Heathcliff drinks. The Heathcliff-themed bar where you can get a, we get a shot in a fishbone glass. I, want, I still want to try the skinny fries. We never got the opportunity to do that. The skinny fries? Remember the skinny fries that do not have salt on them because it took so gosh darn long to get our food? Again, we've moved right on to the potato tail. You gotta gotta keep up with the times. Garfield Eats is changing faster than than you can keep... Oh, oh my God, I'm so starving because... I'm so starving because of this goddamn starvation diet we're on that I just started to think of the potato tail as delicious. I know. The first thing, I just seriously thought to myself when you said that, wow, you know, I wouldn't mind trying, like, Arlene's pesto pizza or whatever the fuck they're trying to bill now. They should. Okay. All right. Nathan, I know you're listening. Here's what you got. You're always listening. Always listening. Nathan, start selling a Garfield Eats diet kit. That is, you don't eat for 72 hours and you come to Garfield Eats and buy $100 worth of food and you have to eat it all in the store. Oh my God. It's That'll make the food taste delicious. They could also sell, he could sell his own snake juice and call it Garfield's Piss or Garfield's Infected Piss. Garfield's Infected Piss Diet. That's good. <laughs> so with your uh, Garfield diet, huh? you go and you get your one big Garfield Eats meal. It's $100 flat. You get one big Garfield Eats meal, as much Garfield Eats as you can consume. Mm-hmm. And you get a six-day supply of Garfield juice. Yeah. Garfield's Gar- Infected Piss. Gar- That's absolutely right. Garfield's Infected Piss. And it's just a bottle of regular water water with two heaping tablespoons of salt and on the bottle it says this is where all the salt went you cowards well we're definitely doing this in 2020 <laughs> that's amazing I, I i don't think we can top that uh i'll read more 2020 suggestions i don't know I mean, later or the next episode but uh we'll be back right after this Welcome back to the loudest podcast, the loudest, the only wormest ring-based podcast on the internet. Uh, with me is a very special guest, Weezer Fan 420, smoking that weed, bro. I say hi, Weezer Fan. Dude, I've been smoking the bowl. What's up, guys? Dude, smoking that weed. Am I right? Weed. I don't think weed's legal where I live, so... uh I hope the government isn't listening to this. That's, but you're ex, you're so cool that it doesn't matter. You'll I'll break just give the them law. some weed. They'll come yeah, to the door. Like they'll be like, it's illegal. they'll be like, knock, 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 and I'll be like, hey, and they'll be like, pass the boof, and I'll give them some, and then pass we'll just the smoke boof? weed together. Boof? Wait, is the that boof. a real thing? Is that a real no, thing? Yeah, okay, boof is a real thing. People call weed. He could be lying to us. We would have no idea. These Th- fucking zoomers. This, <laughs> this is what it's like to be with you all the time. You're talking about worms on strings. He's talking about boofs. All I got are my Tommy tokens. I mean, I feel like my worm on a string is much more self-explanatory than a Tommy token. Mm, I don't, but if you were in the 80s, you'd know what a Tommy token the name is. It's, it, the name is what it is. It's worm on string. It, what does it do? Worm on string. It's just a worm it, on a string. I can't even begin to understand what a Tommy token could be. I'm imagining like a Chuck E. Cheese token, but it has a guy named Tommy on it. Yeah, me too. What is it? Okay. No, well, I, well, actually, I'm going to ask our I'm going to ask our Zoomer audience if you can guess what a Tommy's token is without talking to a boomer 
you will get a prize. But do not cheat. Do not talk to a boomer. You do have not to, talk to Google either. <laughs> do not talk to Google. You got to you 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 tweet us. And you tell us. Oh, actually, speaking of tweets and all this shit. We're supposed to set up a voicemail box and an email address. Ah, yeah. And by we, I mean you. That was I asked you to do that. Mm, yep, I was no way out of this. I was definitely supposed to do that. Okay. I forgot. Well, <laughs> well wait, what should the email address be? Just uh, the loudest podcast at gmail.com? It should be TLP worm on string at gmail.com. Okay, that's very bad for SEO. Which, by the box. way, that's why we changed Lime Jinjo's name to Weezer Fan 420 because nobody can spell Lime Jinjo. Oh, well, then you should make it more relevant to right now. It'd be like Fortnite 420 Boof. I hate every single name that I've ever been given. You don't like 420 Boof, but it's so hot right now. Oh, my God. I I'm I'm, a string I'm actually boy. miss Lime Ginger. I miss Lime Ginger so much. I, I, Sriracha, how do you think you spell Lime Ginger? L I M E. Uh-huh. J I N Wait, G I N G O. Exactly. Now Lime Ginger, how do you spell Lime Ginger? L I M E J I N J O. You see uh. terrible for SEO. Ungoogleable. Weezer fan four twenty. You could Google that six ways till Sunday. So what That's part true. of worm on a string are you having problems <laughs> spelling? It just doesn't say the the brilliance of the name worm on a string is that it tells you what it does. TLP worm on a string at gmail.com. It's not telling you what this email does. Okay, how about TLP worm listens to your voicemail at gmail? That one will definitely not be taken. It's so long. All right, Sriracha, just this week, register the loudest podcast at gmail.com and start a Google Voice because every, even the worst podcasts have letters from listeners and voicemails. And I am just, it's too much for me. I can't organize them. People send me these messages and I'm like, I start to have like a little panic attack about it. Like, I got to respond to this thing. I have like 90 voicemails I haven't ever heard on this show. Because it gives me anxiety. Okay. I'm I'm, now that. it's your problem, Sriracha. Yay. All right, good. Just remind me at some point this week. I'm reminding you right now on the show. Okay, well, I'm not going to remember. All right, I'll remind you. Anyway, Lime Ginger, thank you for joining us. Thank yeah, you for joining it's us. It's my pleasure. Oh, I'm sorry. WeezerFan420, thank you for joining us. Oh, God. Um, WeezerFan420. Now, for people who don't know, WeezerFan420 is one of the finalists in the Replacement Rancher contest. If you wait, don't we still have to put more placement ranches out there? I think I have one or two more good ones, but like these are the four. These are like the final four that's shaping up to be. Well, let me tell you, to everyone who participated, uh, let me just say from the bottom of my heart, I'm truly disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> what you've produ- except for you, Weezer fan, Fortnite boy, Boof, 420, boof, 69. Boof man. Boof Should man, I just get boof like boy. a self describing name, like Worm on a String? Should I change my name to um Man That Talks About Video Games and Makes Podcasts? Boof 420. Yeah, the Boof 420 is crazy. Look, if you just change your name to Boof 420, I think that's a good compromise. That keeps the 420 from Weezer Fan 420. Because let's be honest, I think you told me that you've listened to maybe half of one Weezer album. I've listened to half of the Blue album. What did you think? Um, if you want to, to destroy, destroy my, my sweater. I do I like no the sweater song. I like, like the song? sweater song a lot. Oh. What about, about ooh, you? I look just like Buddy Holly. Uh-oh. I've listened that. to Buddy Holly while playing Guitar Hero, and that's it. <laughs> I love this kid. I love Lime. I love Boop 420. All right. Boop 420. 
Okay, Your Honor. Your oh, Honor. Okay. Oh, well, wait. Yes. Before we get to the troll trial. But, by the way, he's the judge for the troll trial. So, Your Honor, before we do, uh, uh, Boof420 also found me first in the corn maze after I had started hiding. So, he received the headgear? He received a used PlayStation VR. And I did not give it away because it was taking up space on the shelf and I wanted to put some clothes there. I gave it away because I love our, our listeners so much. So how is, how is this PlayStation VR treating you? Are you doing the Beat Saber? What are you doing with this thing? Uh, I, ha- I don't have Beat Saber because that requires money. Um, yeah, I know. So the first thing to know about PlayStation VR, about all VR devices, there's a lot of wires and plugs. Yeah, like a lot. Are. It's like being hooked up to a life support system. It really feels like I'm like Darth Vader or... Darth Sidious or whatever. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not geek like you. I don't know well, these characters. If you don't mind, a, a very good geek reference would be Logan in the Weapon X program having adamantium fused to his bones. I understood like two of those words. That's fine, but I mean, just I've say it. I understood zero of those words. You just, you just gotta say these. Things. Logan adamantium program hey, X. There you go. Weapon X, there you go. Okay, what games do you play? Because I only play, I played one game with the VR helmet once, I hated it, and then I gave it away in a corn maze. What games are you playing? Well, um, when my brother was home, he's in college, so he's not home right now, but when he was home, he helped me set it up, and um, he watched me play Resident Evil 7 for like two hours. It was pretty good. wait, Resident Evil 7? Yeah. That actually sounds like fun because, like, you're surrounded by zombies and stuff. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Are you, like, spinning around the room and then you get scared and you fall over and, like, you pull the TV down and stuff? Is, like, stuff like that happening? Uh, no, I was sitting in a chair the whole time. You pl- you play it with a controller. It's just, it's, like, surrounding vision. Okay, good. All right. Did you play that game with the cute little robots? The that cute. run around. It's like a multiplayer game, but it's only fun for the person who has the VR helmet. <laughs> I don't even know what game that is. I know like maybe three VR games. I bought Doom VFR because I really like Doom 2016, but I haven't played it yet. I'm kind of scared of it because I heard it sucks. Wow, it sounds like this has really opened up a whole new world of entertainment for you where it, th- this is such a hassle to use. That you won't even play games you spent money on with it. For, Congratulations, you won! It's, hey. almost, it's almost like we pulled our ass cheeks apart and shit this technology out as fast as humanly possible to make a quick buck, and it wasn't actually ready. It's also very heavy. And stupid. It's, can you, this is going to give you back problems, this, this thing. It's like compressing your spine, but uncompressed graphics. I'm sorry, Lime Ginger, uh, Boo420, what were you going to say? Um, I'm like the laziest person ever and growing up and even now I'm too lazy to even set up like my GameCube, which requires two wires. Just like Sarantia. And I like, had a GameCube. What the VR is like six wires. It is. You have to like, there's this box and you have to plug the PS4 into that box and then nope. you plug that box into the wall and that's what powers the PS4 and then you plug mm-hmm. the VR into that box and then... Don't forget the camera, which you have oh, to plug yeah, into the PS4. To, mm-hmm. I didn't get the camera with it. You, I, I, you, there's probably a PS camera somewhere in your house because I didn't get a camera, so I had to buy a camera, <laughs> and then that was another wire. 
<laughs> Wait, no, yeah, we didn't give him the webcam because we need the webcam. Oh shit! You can just—I have a—I have one now, so you can just sell. It's worth like fifty bucks. So that's oh, a, really that's wow. yeah, that's some good cash. Well, when you win, when you win a loudest podcast contest. You spend money. You have to spend money to make your prize. Right. Work. It's like winning a game show where you you win the physical item, but then you have to pay tax on it. And the tax in this case was buying a new PS3. Yeah, I had to pay fifteen hundred dollars in taxes on that stu- thirty five hundred dollars in taxes on that stupid scooter that that asshole. What's his name? Gave me uh, Wayne Bob Brady. <laughs> Wayne Brady. Look. Oh, I could go off on Wayne Brady for 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 fucking ever. Hey, uh, who's your favorite member of the Paw Patrol? The Paw Patrol, I the the police one, I guess. I like the police one too, and I hate most cops. Not a big fan of cops. I'm a fan of crooks, baby. I'm a I'm Johnny Rebel. Hell so who's your yeah. favorite Paw Patrol? Uh, well, I follow uh, a cab, so I think we should execute Chase in the street. Okay, wow. <laughs> I like mm. Everest. She's the one that climbs the mountains. I think I don't know. We watched a lot of Paw Patrol this uh, week because Sterius's two year old cousin or nephew. Mm. Was hanging out with us in Florida. I'm I, I I have had the Paw Patrol theme song stuck in my brain, so it's solidified there. It's never leaving. It's been Until- solidified there for me since that show first came on. Because I used to just leave Nick on my TV all the time, so I'd always hear like the Bubble Guppies theme and the Paw Patrol <laughs> theme early in the morning. It would wake me up. Like a terrifying alarm clock, just an absolute nightmare. The bubble guppies, as soon as you go to hell, the bubble guppies themes, the first thing you hear when they open the door. To, like, they greet you. Sticks. They they are like, the Green Reaper actually has no physical form. It's just the bubble guppies complete series on DVD. <laughs> I have no idea what the bubble guppies are. I have absolutely no- Can one of you sing a little bit of the bubble guppies theme for me? Weezer fan 420, take it away. Bub, bub, bubble, guppy, guppy, guppies, bubble, 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 guppy, guppy, guppies, and that's basically it. They just say yeah. bubble guppies over and over again. Bub, bub, bubble, guppy, guppy, guppies, bubble, 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 guppies, bubble, bubble, bubble. I love this song. Oh, it's God. a real earworm on a string. It's an earworm on a string. Oh, it's, wow. it's horrible, but it's been trapped in my head for like over half a decade, and I absolutely hate it. The only part of the Paw Patrol, it's it's like, it's like I know Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol, I have no idea what the we'll second be one. Be there on the double. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, Keep that's going. about all what I know. Paw know? Patrol, Paw Patrol, be there on the double. That's about it. And then it. after, it says something about no job too big, no pup too small. Oh, I remember they say, whenever you're in trouble around yes. Adventure Bay, and that's all yeah. I remember. They live in a place called Adventure Here's the interesting thing about the Paw Patrol. I mean, I'd never seen a single episode of Paw Patrol, and then all of a sudden, I'm with uh, I'm with my old nephew, so we, I've watched probably eight seasons of it in uh, four days. Those, that town, they are constantly, they are, it's a town full of fuck-ups. Oh, I'm the mayor and there's bats in my purse. I better call dogs with tanks to get rid of these bats in my purse. Wait, like real tanks? a serious problem with within our town of wild bears. Better call a small Mexican kid. That'll be fine. Call a small Mexican kid and his four dogs, which are piloting flying tanks. <laughs> and they're not I even mean, like d- tough dogs. Yeah. It's like chihuahuas and pugs. Whoa, whoa, wait. Well, I, I'm sorry, uh, Boo420. Uh, uh, are you really going to talk shit about my boy Rubble? 
like this. <laughs> Which one's Rubble? Rubble's the pit bull. So, no, Rubble's the one with the. He's a bulldog, isn't he? He's a he? bulldog. Yeah, bulldog with the drives a bulldozer. It's fun. There's there's some there's good branding there. They all look so tiny. Yeah, they're puppies. They look really small. And they, and here's the thing I don't like about the Paw Patrol. They are not committing to the villainous cat force. So I'm watching some episode, and there's a bunch of cats. They're like the Cat Patrol. These cats also have like devices. Like they also have like a. Like a cop cat or whatever, I don't know. And these cats work for like a Snidely Whiplash type, like a guy with a top hat and a mustache who's like, I'm a Canadian voice actor making eight American dollars. <laughs> and, uh, but these cats don't do anything. I'm watching this whole episode trying to see if the cats will fuck up the Paw Patrol trying to get these sleeping bears out of the shopping mall. These cats are just like watching and laughing, but they are not actively taking an anti-Paw Patrol role. Now, this is the only episode I saw with the Cat Patrol, so maybe there's some episodes where the cats are really fucking shit up. But I saw a really hot Canadian cat burglar stealing a diamond. She was getting that museum, stealing that diamond. She was on her shit. I'm sorry, you you said it was a hot cat? Yeah, when you say cat burglar, do you mean like literal cat or? Yeah. Are you, you guys furry, really, Asterios? Do you guys really not know the term cat burglar? Asterios, we, we understand that it is a term for a woman that steals something. Wearing but, hot, skin-tight leather. But this is also a TV show where the villains are literal cats. So yeah. I feel like this is a distinction that does need to be made. Okay, all right, baby, I'm the bad guy. Sorry, Sarancha, sorry, replacement rancho fa- finalist. Hey, being a furry doesn't make you a bad guy. You're going to lose all the furries in the audience. Of course not. Of course it doesn't. Who do you think bought all these pillowcases of me? Oh, yeah. I forgot about the body pillows. Yeah, we still have one left. Sriracha wanted to take it to... You wanted to take it overseas and release it into the ocean, right? Yeah, we need to give it back to the sea. <laughs> that was her idea to, to, of what to do with the last one. I still got to figure out what to do with the last one of these. I'm going to Montana. I can throw it into the mountains. You ever hear about what? the Garfield telephone that washed up on that one island? I heard about the Garfield phone. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to that's gonna be that pillow in like 20 years. No, no, no. This... this this is an artistic gift to the world, and I don't want to rob the world of it. What if we turn it into a flag, and I <gasps> go hiking, and then I stick it on the top nah, of the mountain? Yes! Sorry, my headphones fell offline, Jinjo. Give me one second. I can't hear what you're saying. Yes! That's what we need to do! We need to plant the official loudest podcast flag. The Your fur flag. flag. Your flag is furry porn? Yeah, and it's not just any furry porn. But remember, it's... it's He's it's, not a furry kid. He's it's not just, furry, but his flag is furry porn. And it's, but again, I, I just want to remind you guys that I asked the artist to, the word I gave them in the brief was disturbing. <laughs> I said, I want you, I don't want this to be like, oh, funny. It's like a little koala. I was like, I was, I, oh, right. No, no, he was depraved. He could have gone so much worse. You, than this? Yeah, the guy's for- swinging around his dick like a lasso. Oh, you've never you've never gone on hentai websites, Asterios. We I was just like- talking about N hentai. I'm so and- tired of being surrounded and by hentai- N hentai is my main home. It's a dangerous place, though. You have to like. I wish there was a tag blocker on. Oh boy, yeah. Asterios was like, "Well, I like the stuff on N hentai." I said, "I don't know. How do you feel about rape?" Oh God, dude, rape and um, I was playing a game with my friend Dylan, who I mentioned last time, because he doesn't. 
use Enhentai, but I was like, I was Discord streaming and I'd hit the random button and I'd see how many ones would have the either the tag Rape or Lollicon and almost oh, every God, single that one. Oh, awful. Almost like every single one. It's every single one on that website. It's like kids. going on Enhentai is like dodging a bullet, but from like multiple <laughs> machine guns. It's like playing Russian roulette with an AK-47 that's fully loaded. And <laughs> only only one chamber is missing a bullet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's even more. It's USSR roulette. It's even more Russian. You guys can't just watch a, a a video where like a sexy nurse gives you a gives you a checkup if you know what I mean, and people gotta be getting assaulted and. Your dicks have to have dicks with dicks in them, and then you put it your depends, dicks in their dicks. It depends. Dicks? Is the nurse to- my sister? Oh God! <laughs> you need to penetrate a cervix to get off. Come on, kids. Oh, it's ridiculous. That's it. Just get to the troll trial so we can end this episode. Oh, we're still doing this. Yes, Hold we're on, still you, doing. You didn't ask me the VR questions. You said you were going to ask me on the phone. No, we're no, ask we're me not one getting. Of them. We're not getting to that. We're not getting to that. Okay. All right. Troll trial. Uh, uh, prosecutors are on to take a start. Set up the case okay. for the judge. All right, Lime Jinjo, you ready? Here's exhibit A. We've got a couple exhibits to look at. God. Remember, you are a judge, jury, and executioner. Your job is to tell us, beyond a shadow of a doubt, is this person socially awkward, wink, wink, or is this person trolling? Okay. Exhibit A. Am I the asshole for not invite? This is a post on r slash am I the asshole? Am I the asshole for not inviting my friend to a party that conflicts with his religion? Are you familiar with this one? Um, I listened to the podcast episode where you guys talked about it, but I could not find that post. Okay. I searched I'm, and I couldn't find it. I'm going to read through the whole thing for you so you, so you get a be- the best possible feel for it. All right. <clears throat> I was told to post this here, so here I go. So I'm throwing a New Year's party, and I'm inviting nearly every friend I have. But this party will have alcohol and meat products, including pork, for snacks, and my friend is a Muslim, so obviously that's not happening. I was talking to him over lunch, and the conversation took a weird turn. Uh, me. I need to learn how to bartend. Friend. Oh, yeah? Why? Me. I know, oh, I know our mutual friend likes the 450 Cosmos, $4.50, at, from, th- on Thursday from a local bar, and she's coming to my New Year's party, and I want to make some for her. Friend. You're having a New Year's party? Me. Yeah. Friend. Do you mind if I come? Me. Well, I know you hate the holidays, and if there's going to be pork and alcohol, I can't negotiate on either of those because I already bought the pigs in a blanket, and my other friend that I have a crush on loves her 640 old fashions, and I want to make her some. After this, my friend was mostly silent for the rest of lunch. I thought maybe he'd be understanding and appreciative that I was looking out for him by not bringing him to a place that goes against his religion. But my friends are saying I should have invited him just to be polite. I said I'm not going to because I don't want to be responsible for something like this again. In parentheses, a few years ago, I tried to convert a friend and it ended up a shit show. Now, I think there are four main angles to this story. (laughs) When he says convert a friend, what does he mean? Like oh, from we'll, their we'll religion or Your Honor, we'll get it we'll get it. That's exhibit uh B. <laughs> you, the honor is scared. 
One. I'm scared. My, I'm terrified. My, my friend is a Muslim, and there are strict rules to that. I can't be expected to make special accommodations for one person when there's upwards of 40 people planning on coming to my party. I'm just one guy. Number two, it's really important for me that this party goes well. On top of it being New Year's and me wanting to enjoy myself, I have a friend who I'm planning on asking out here. I can't have to deal with personal drama and people being upset while planning the perfect New Year's kiss. (laughs) Number three, he pried into my personal life. I was content to just not tell him about the party. Well, my mom always says, curiosity kills the cat. Pry too far into somebody's life and you may find things you didn't want to. Four, I'd be happy for him to come if it wasn't for his restrictions. In fact, I'd be elated if he came. Super happy. I'm not doing this with glee. Well, what do you guys think? This is the most gleeful... This guy is like the Domino... This guy is like if Domino Gleason... Get start on Glee as the singing, dancing Admiral Hux in a tux. God, I love myself and I love the things I say. All right, Lime Jinjo, first off, let's just get this over with. Can we all agree that this guy is the asshole? Yeah, he of is definitely the asshole. He should have just invited him anyway. Right. Like, and there's Lime no Jinjo, harm. Why do you think that? Why do you think he should have just invited him anyway? Well, if the guy doesn't want to come, if it's against his religion, then he could just not come. But it seemed like he wanted to come anyway. I'm not Muslim, and I don't claim to know their beliefs, but I don't know if they have anything against being in the same area as alcohol and pork. The guy can just not eat it. He can just bring, like, a water bottle or something. Yeah, and and it's like, and I'm kind of in the same boat as you. Like, I don't know a ton about every religion's dietary restrictions, but, like, this dude clearly knows that there will be alcohol served at the party because the conversation was about alcohol and bartending. So this guy is obviously comfortable being around alcohol. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. All right, good. So so we've all established this guy's the asshole. Now the question is, is this guy for real or is he trolling? Uh, do you mind if I bring up the first bit of troll evidence? Go ahead. Okay. First bit of troll evidence. Um. This guy, by the way, his I think we should be allowed to give out his username because I think other people yeah, should dig into this. Uh-huh. Um, I would love his username. His username is a self-called nowhere no. It's spelled just like it sounds, even though it sounds insane. One word, obviously. Yeah. Um, uh, piece of evidence number one, he's trolling. Uh, this guy loves giving out the exact price of the drinks that he makes. For example, here I have him saying... I'll text the girl I like something like, quote, hey, you excited for New Year's? I've been practicing making those $6.45 old fashions you like. May I read the post where he asks if this is a weird or creepy thing to do? Yes. Okay, ready? Exhibit B. This is a post on r slash no stupid questions, which Asterios believes is evidence towards him being a troll. Mm -hmm. Is this a weird slash creepy thing to do? When I go out drinking with my friends, I like to keep track of things that they buy and how much they spend. For example, my friend bought an old fashioned for $6.50 and then I'll bring it up later in conversation. Like yesterday, I told my friend when we were golfing, that's a clean shot. Almost as clean as the old fashioned you got for $6.50. At that local bar, eh? My friend said this was really weird to bring up, and I explained that I do this for everyone, but she told me I was being creepy. Thoughts? I don't I don't know if I'm the only one who does this. Now, the what is so interesting about this 
uh, Boo 420 is that literally every piece of evidence that this guy is awkward is also a piece of evidence that he's trolling. It's why we had to call in a judge. When I hear that, it's because that's not even a good transition. Clean shot, almost as clean as the $6.45 old-fashioned, as opposed to the dirty one. It's so insane that I think it has to be a guy making this up. Uh, here in my comment, uh, somebody somebody wrote, writes back, it's weird to bring up the 645. You should leave that out. The guy responds with a three-word phrase, it's my thing. That's it's not, a stick. It's a shtick? You guys like Porgs. He likes very specific pricing on alcoholic beverages. It sounds pretty awkward. It is horrible, it. and I hate it. Do you? But it's a stick. So you think this is this is a real thing? This guy does. You don't think this is something that it, that like a comedian is making up on Reddit because he knows it'll trigger people. When I was younger, I would be perceptive about things, and I would like people would post something on like their Instagram, and I'd bring it up in conversation with them later. Um, they'd be like, sorry, I was gone. And I'd be like, oh yeah, you were at that thing, weren't you? And they were like, how'd you know? And that's how I learned very easily that people often don't like being retold the information they've given out. Cause I don't know, I guess they just try to separate the weird specific information they have and what they're doing at the moment. I, I mean, I think you are right about that. People don't like, yeah, you're posting it on Instagram, so it's not a secret, but it is still it's it's at worst creepy and at best irrelevant because like yeah. you're bringing up stuff from an online sphere in the real world. Uh, Sriracha, what, what, you were going to say something. Um, Yeah. And it goes a little deeper. I'd like to here, here's here. Here's a comment that he made on this thread. Someone told him that he should not be doing that. And it's kind of creepy. And he says, here's an example. I met a girl on Tinder and was seeing her for a second time. We met at a restaurant. So I said something like, she said, oh, name? Nice to see you again. I said, hi, my name. How are you doing? Look at this place. It's so nice. And then I said, yeah. Oh, wait, no. She said, hi, my name. How are you doing? Look at this place. It's so nice. And I said, yeah, ha ha. Shame they don't have your Cosmopolitan for 845 or else you'd be all set. And then someone responds back, yeah, that's pretty fucking weird, dude. If someone said that to me i would probably respond with yeah haha give them a weird look and then never talk to them again and then the dude writes back well she did not think it was weird because i had sex with her see this is he's (laughs) first of all doubt (laughs) second of all this is why i think that this is genuine awkwardness is because he's he's arguing but he's not arguing so aggressively that it's convinced that my troll dar is going off well see that i take issue with okay first off i I do agree that this – I agree. This could be a real guy. Like, obviously. We all know people like this. Yes. I think, it's, I think mm-hmm. on some level, the three of us are kind of like this guy. And that's <laughs> kind of why we're all taking an interest in it because he, like, doesn't know the rules of society. But he is doing a lot of arguing because he posted here on r slash rant, no, I'm not an asshole and chances are you aren't either. It's not the only time he posted r slash rant. He posted, no, I'm not an asshole. And chances are, if you were voted YTA, you aren't either. He also posted on best of, 
You slash a self-called nowhere now post incredible rant on why judging a person as an asshole online is oftentimes impossible to do correctly. He also posted on No Stupid Questions. This is a weird, creepy thing to do. He also posted on CircleBroke, Reddit loves your house, your rules, and not the asshole, unless it happens to be about respecting someone's dietary restrictions. In the course of 24 hours, he posted about this specific case. One, two, three, four, five, six, six times. And those are six individual posts, not like six replies. Not six comments. Six different posts on multiple different subs. Which is why it's so confusing, because if a dude was super triggered, he would do that. But if a troll was looking for more of his troll milk, he would do it too. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, 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 Judge Boo420, the fact that this guy is go- has gone on like a posting spree, does that make him triggered boomer or looking for humor? I think it's very possible he's triggered boomer, because either... He's not trolling, or he's trolling and he doesn't care to have a throwaway account. Because this is very obviously his real account, because after all of this, he retreated to r-skyrim and posted a shit ton there. You're right, I am looking at He's He posted on r-skyrim, you know, anything a first-timer should know. And before this day, this day of insanity, he did post... Oh, wait, oh, wait, he posted way more than six times. I'm scrolling down. What am I, r slash, no stupid questions. What am I supposed to say to my Muslim friend this time of year? r slash, no stupid question. Is there such a thing as a Muslim alcoholic beverage? r slash, relationship advice. I, 26 male, am at odds with my Muslim friend, 25 male, because I refuse to invite him to my New Year's Eve party. If you r slash unpopular opinion, if you have a special dietary restriction, that's fine. But don't be expected to be invited to an event that's focused on going against that restriction. It's way more than. He's triggered, bro. Sounds more triggered, he, bro. This is. I think you guys might be right. Because if it was just six, I would be like, he's trolling. He's really looking for that milk. 13 times in one day about this one topic? I think this is a guy that has no friends that he can talk about this with. Like, he seems to have a couple friends, but they all seem involved or going to the party already. So I think he has no real friends to talk about this with. So he's retreating to everyone's one true friend, which is Reddit. Of course. All of our best friends. We're only the best advice is given. (laughs) Only the best advice. Yeah, exactly. And Sriracha's aren't allowed on it, thank God, because they get banned for shitposting. I'm banned for three more days. I'm banned from Am I the Asshole, too. You're both, both the regular Sriracha and replacement Sriracha finalist? How did you get banned? Yeah. So here's a funny story. The night that you guys released your last episode, (laughs) before before you released it, right before you released it and before I listened to it, um... Me and my friend Dylan and a couple of our other friends actually went on Am I the Asshole and made a shit post. Okay. What, 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 we, you, you did what I'm accusing this guy of doing. What was your shit post? I can read it to you if you want. Yes. Please do. We made a whole video about it, though, um, on our YouTube channel, The Broskies. And I know I'm not supposed to plug until the end, but y- you know, you know. Ah, go fine. ahead and right. plug. That's fine. Sriracha so, isn't um, going to plug either. So... My friend Zach is obsessed with the song Paralyzer by Finger Eleven because he thinks it's the funniest song ever because it plays in a lot of memes. 
Specifically, the meme Quagmire Toilet, which is just a video of Quagmire from Family Guy turning into a toilet while the opening riff of Paralyzer plays. It's like I'm talking to Sarantia. It's insane. (laughs) He's hyper-describing memes just like you two. And the memes are really stupid, just like the ones you like. Quagmire Toilet is the funniest shit. I made a video where it's just Quagmire turning into a toilet, and then I pasted the same video but reversed it so he turns back into a human. And we laughed at it for like 20 minutes. You're a comedic genius, you know that? I am. I really am. I'm starting to become proud of myself. You're a fucking um, artist, man. I love but my friend Zach, he's, he thinks Paralyzer is the funniest song ever. So we did this, um, me uh, and Dylan and Zach and some of our other friends, we did this um, collab for this shit post where I wrote, Am I the asshole for telling my girlfriend that her cover of Paralyzer sucked? <laughs> <laughs> I, male 17, told my girlfriend, F15, I was trying to decide on like a low enough age that people might get upset, but not too low that right. people would immediately realize I'm trolling. That's my 10 year old girlfriend. My <laughs> <laughs> 10 year old girlfriend. My girlfriend, Baby Yoda. No, please keep going, Lime Ginger. Sorry. My girlfriend, F15, that her p- cover of Paralyzer by Finger Eleven sucked gigantic fucking nuts. <laughs> I have. I have loved the song Paralyzer ever since I was a little kid. I have listened to it a hundred times when I had my iPod touch. To be fair, it only had Paralyzer because my iPod kept breaking. <laughs> okay! <laughs> but since then, I have a strong attachment to the song. It's still my favorite song. My girlfriend, F15, I state her age again, is an aspiring singer, and she likes to do covers of songs on her YouTube channel. She usually does pretty good, I guess, but she really dropped the ball on this one. (laughs) She knows my favorite song is Paralyzer, so for my birthday, which was last week, by the way, she did a cover of Paralyzer, and it was also off. She was off-key, and the instrumental she was using was just terrible. She showed me the cover, and she was like, what do you think? And I was livid. I tried to hold back <laughs> hell's fury from spitting out of my belief. mouth. Oh my so I took a deep breath and calmed down and quietly under my breath said, You were off key. And she said, Oh, I'm sorry. And I was still angry. And I couldn't hold back. So I said, regrettably, but I purposely misspelled regrettably, yeah, well, it was fair criticism, so do better next time. And she seemed very shaken and almost like she was about to cry. She said, you're such a jerk, Anon. And she ran out of my room. <laughs> Anon? And she, yeah, I purposely used 4chan lingo on a Reddit okay. post. The face went, your girlfriend. No, I don't. I'm sorry, serious. Oh, what are you saying? You know what? I, I, should, I should honestly just tell you. Can you move the microphone away from your face? Why? Okay. Because it's because we're peaking because I screwed up the levels. Okay. And I, I'm sorry. Is um, that better? The, yes, that is better thing. I apologize. Sirius has been miming uh, th- that thing, you know, the international symbol for hitting a ketchup bottle upside down. Yes. I've been doing this. <laughs> oh, yeah. More distance. He's been miming kazoo. Go. Pretending to blow into a slide whistle means create more vocal distance. It's it's 
It's obvious to us boomers. I don't know how you Zoomers tell people to create more more vocal distance. I don't know I don't how, how you hop say on that. TikTok and make a TikTok about it. Oh, good beams over here. I'm gonna dress up like a anime schoolgirl. But I have a penis. You do have a penis, <laughs> and I'm proud of you for that. Well, congrats. All right, line- you're such a jerk, Anon. Sorry, and she <laughs> ran out of my room, and she hasn't talked to me since. So, Reddit, am I a jerk or am I an asshole? <laughs> am, am I a jerk? Da, 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 or am I? Okay. And then, got, mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. this, about like three minutes later, my friend Nathan, who was with us, who, by the way, is an absolute comedic genius, almost okay. none of his jokes make logical sense, but that's what makes them so funny. Yes, as opposed to the completely sensical quagmire turns into a toilet <laughs> No, like, he just says shit like, he, you'll get an example. But he spent $8 to give me Reddit gold three times on this post. Just for shit awesome. and giggles. Okay, great. Which boosted, which boosted my post to the top, so it got, like, 50 comments. Even though oh, it was downvoted to hell. So I said, edit. Thanks for the golds, I guess. <laughs> yes! Good job! Let me uh let me find a good comment real quick. Here's a, here's a good one. Here's a good one. This guy said, "Of course you're the asshole." But that's probably not surprising. With the way it was explained, you seem to want to be the asshole. Grow up and don't get so angry over a song. And I said, "I don't want to be the asshole." Dot dot dot. I just am the way I am. And that pissed <laughs> everyone off. But this guy, this guy named Schoolbus69 said, terrible line of thinking. Are you the people can't change type? Then my friend Nathan, who was also trolling, like to the point where people thought he was my alternate account, but he was just acting like a complete dumbass. He wasn't like even being coherent. So this guy, Schoolbus69 says this, and Nathan just replies, Schoolbus. And that's it. That's all he says, just Schoolbus. And the guy says, what? And Nathan gets downvoted to hell. Okay, um, well, first off, your new nickname is Schoolbus69. Schoolbus69. I can't be Schoolbus69. The other guy is. No, but you spell the word six and 69 out. You spell them out as worse. Ah, 69. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Or, and if that's not available, spell out the word 60, but put the numeral nine in. That'll be very easy to search online. Number two, what was the comment that got you banned? What was the last straw? All right, all right. Let me just go to the last straw real quick, because it is the most epic comment. This guy said, you're the asshole, but only because Paralyzer is your favorite song, and that you were livid about your girlfriend thinking of a creative (laughs) gift for you. Hope your girlfriend dumps you and you get a personality. So because this guy insulted the song Paralyzer by Finger Eleven, the classic song... Um, I felt directly insulted because he was insulting my favorite song. So I said, Paralyzer rocks. And then I typed, fuck you. And my friend Steph, (laughs) my friend Steph stopped me because I was about to type jackass. And my friend Steph stopped me and she says, call him a cumhead. So I said, fuck you, cumhead. And then I was banned in like 10 minutes. It happens like instantaneous, doesn't it? Like you type yeah, it dude, out. It's then- so quick. It was just, I just said, paralyzer rocks. Fuck you, cumhead. And I was banned. <laughs> instantly. Instantly in your inbox. So uh, audience, ladies and gentlemen, if you're, if you're on Am I the Asshole, if you're doing a little uh, internet philophysizing, philophysizing. Uh, extra large, please. <laughs> This is who's making those troll posts. 
that you see. This is the this is the attention that goes into it. This is just more evidence that this guy could have been trolling. Cause Lion Jinjo, his troll post sounded exactly like this guy's real post. I think that guy was being one hundred percent genuine. So yes, I, I'm, sorry. You. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I agree. But you're gonna have to lose another court trial. Oh I'm sorry. my god! Wow! <laughs> I've been well, saving that joke. I thought of that as soon as you said "We's a fan 420, we want you as judge." I was like, I, I got this one. I have this one joke. That was my finisher. Did your dad buy you this position too? Yes. And I wear okay. some really weird pants that make my butt look big. Oh, that's that's the other lawyer. Actually. Oh, that's the lawyer, dude. Sorry. Close enough. Close okay. enough. They're all they're all stupid. They're all. Awful. <laughs> hey. Lime Jinjo, Weezer Fan 420, Boo 420, School Bus 60, the word spelled 9, the number. Boy on a string. Boy on a string. Boy on a string? That's a good name. I just actually, need to attach str- a string to myself. Actually, like, Boy on a string is probably the best one, and you got it just at the end. Where can people follow you on YouTube and Twitter? <laughs> give, give people your YouTube. Let's not overload them. Where can they follow? Wait, what are you laughing at? Fuck search? you, come head. Come <laughs> rocks. Fuck you, Cumhead! Paralyzer rocks! Fuck you, Cumhead! <laughs> Every part Where? of it was in caps except the name Paralyzer. I'm imagining, you ever play that game Cuphead? Like, yes. I'm imagining Cuphead, but just overflowing with <laughs> no. semen. That's what's in those cups! I'm sure oh, there's no. art of it somewhere. I think just, he does spill something white when you hit him. Just give us the plug! We have all to right. just give us the plug! Alright, alright, alright. So I have two YouTube channels. I have my uh, my personal YouTube channel, Lime Jinjo, where um I write uh like kind of articles, but they're videos. I've just released my first official video about cool. a botched Steam port of a game called Gun Gods. So I'd awesome. appreciate it if everyone listening checked that out. But you don't have to, obviously, if you're not interested. But then I have my epic comedy channel with my best friend Dylan, and we often have a lot of our other friends all on. It's called The Broskies. Um, we just released a video called uh, Am I the Asshole Paralyzer, which is like <laughs> the making and us, like our live reactions to all of the replies to our Am I the Asshole thread. And uh, me and my friend Zach cover Paralyzer purposely horribly, and it's really awesome. There's some Weezer references in there too. Um, but yeah, that's those are my YouTube channels, and if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's Lime Jinjo, but the last O is spelled with a zero because my old account was banned. This is what I'm talking about. It's Lime Jinjo. Lime J-I-N-J-O. You can find him on YouTube. But the O's is it's zero. Not that hard. The O's is zero it's not on that Twitter. Hard. See, I stand Sriracha, by the O's is zero on Twitter, not on YouTube. Yes, not on YouTube. Because my old Twitter account was Lime Jinjo, but it was banned because Twitter found out that I made my Twitter when I was eleven, and that's illegal. <laughs> So Everything just, you say, every this is like a cake, and every time you cut into a deeper layer, it's funnier. Every single time. I do, I, I, what, my best joke is getting banned from Twitter because they found out I was 11? Yes! It's just interesting! It's just very interesting and funny. They banned, me, they banned me when I was 16, but I made the account when I was 11, so they're like, well, fuck it, goodbye. Why did you have a Twitter account when what you were 11? What are you doing at 11 years old? I, I was following Skydus Minecraft, and... Talking about Minecraft, I guess. I don't even fucking Sky know what I was Minecraft. doing. I don't even know what I was doing what when I was that? 11. What is Sky does Minecraft? It's a dude named Sky who does Minecraft. What is it? He does Minecraft. He does Minecraft. Come All on. Right, that's it. I'm cutting it off. That's it for the loudest podcast. 
We'll, we will talk to you next week. Have a good night. Fuck you, comments. Fuck you, comment. <laughs> That is it for this week's episode of The Loudest Podcast. The theme song is by Waterboy. The outro theme is by Tom from the Roast Mortem Podcast. And if you want to get dabbed on, you can donate some tampons. Uh, You can send them to 8801 Fifth Avenue, P.O. Box 90700, Brooklyn, New York, 11209-9997. Uh, and if you didn't write that down, hit rewind. You're listening to a podcast. This isn't the radio. Uh, send po- so you can send our box tampons straight from Amazon or CVS or Target.com or whatever. Or you can donate cash to at, Ven- to at Asterios on Venmo or to Asterios.coconos at gmail.com on PayPal. Thanks so much. <laughs> <laughs>